His name is Ryan Ravellison. Uh, <clears throat> he is a uh, very versatile player and an excellent soccer player. Um, you know, this year with Trois, uh, they won the second division um, in France. So their team is, is going up to the first division. He had other opportunities to play in first division clubs and, again, you know, chose the Galaxy and MLS, which is an incredible um, thing for, for us and for our league, too, to get these young players who are still working towards their prime to choose our league and choose our club. It's a, it's a big deal. So uh, he is a versatile player. We've seen him this year. He's primarily a defensive midfielder, but we've play, seen him play in the back three as a middle center back, as a right center back. We've seen him play defensive midfield, higher up the field as a as an eight. Uh, we've even seen him play some as a, as a right wing back for them this year. So a lot of versatility because he's just a very good, very high awareness uh, player. Uh, very, very comfortable and smooth with the ball um, and can fit, you know, for us and, and give us some depth in midfield, but also gives us some flexibility with him that we can do some different things as well. So we're excited to, to have him. In terms of timeline, I've, I've given up on timelines when it comes to the visa process. We're just not we're not having a lot of uh, success in, in making that process fast. And so um, hopefully with, uh, you know, the break not too far ahead of us, we can get these things done and get these guys here and get them the opportunity to, to meet their teammates, settle in, you know, with, with living conditions and stuff like that and, and, uh, and all that good stuff. So I remain optimistic, but nothing is happening fast. That's, that's for sure. And with uh, Cabral, uh, have you seen another week of training for him? Have you seen him sort of settling in uh, this week? Yeah, very much. You know, I thought um, it's interesting because the, after the game on Saturday, I felt like on Sunday when we returned in and we trained as a group, it was almost like a big relief on Sunday that he got kind of that initial feel of his first game and getting the emotion of that part of it out and that uncertainty of what it's like to be on the field in MLS game. Like all of that, I feel like, was behind him after just that 30 minutes. Uh, and he came out even on, on Sunday, the day after, just a lot lighter, a lot freer, a lot, um, I felt just a lot more, you know, comfortable. And has been so this whole week. He's impressed me with just his, how quickly he's understanding what we're trying to do from game concepts. Very, very intelligent and picking up things quickly. Uh, again, showing his creativity on the ball and his ability to do the things that we've seen him do. So, But I, I have seen just his ability to kind of settle in the group this week, take a, a big step forward than even where it was you know, last week. So uh, we're happy with that for sure. Thanks, Greg. Mm -hmm. Hey, Sam, we'll go next to Alicia Rodriguez for the SB Nation. Alicia, go ahead. Thanks very much. Uh, Greg, I wanted to ask, uh, given that Ryan is the fourth player uh, signed out of France this year by the club, uh, do you guys see um, France and I guess in particular Ligue 2 as, as like a, a good place to find value for MLS right now? Because you guys really seem to be uh, targeting that, um, you know, those leagues in particular to, to pick up some players. So I'm, I'm curious about your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's a combination of things um, in terms of players that we looked at on paper and looked at on video and all that. We we scoured a lot of different countries. You know, we were everywhere in South America. We were uh, in eastern part of Europe and Europe. France was one of the countries. Um, one of the opportunities we have in France, I think the top part of League Do and the best young players in League Do have who have the League One potential are players who can settle in and play in our league. It's an athletic league. It's a fast-paced league. 
Uh, it's also very organized, and there's a lot of there's teams in there that are very tactical, um, and some that make sense for what we're trying to do as well. Twad definitely being one of them. Their coach is a former teammate of mine. They have a similar uh, setup as as like a Man City, and so they have very some similar principles, game principles that we have in terms of what we're trying to do. So that just being one example. But I think. Again, the players who are pushing and knocking on the door of League One who are still young and have upside are very, very viable players in our league, and, and they're, uh, it makes sense. The, the other part of that is that's just that's where we could get to, to see players live, to meet them in person, to, uh, to get a real feel for what these players are gonna, going to bring to our team, not just on the field, but off the field. And so we were having a tougher time nailing down all those things with some of the players we were interested in in, in Central South America, Central America. It was, it was not as easy for us to get there and get, uh, get a real feel for that uh, and get deals done. And we were able to do so in France. I think, you know, with the, with the pandemic, some of the teams and some of the clubs over there are having a difficult time financially, which also, you know, it helped. It helped because we were in position to try to make moves and we had, we had resources to do so. So, uh, it came together. I think the players do fit our league and fit what we're trying to do. Um, but deals take. A, there's a lot of things that have to come together for these deals to actually get to the final stage and get the players here. And it it happened for us in in that league uh, this year. And it won't always be the case as we continue to look to add to our team because we will. We're still scouring the the globe to find the players who fit what we're trying to do. Scott, you cut out. Okay. There I was we hoping go. that I would ask a, a question about French players. Alicia actually asked my question, but I'm also wondering, Greg, you have a background in France. Yep. Um, both as a player and in your uh, evolution in becoming a coach. In, in what ways has that kind of given you more of an insight into French players and perhaps uh, maybe put your radar on France a little stronger? You know, so, well, some of it is. Um, Again, connections, resources to be able to speak to uh, people there who are close to players, but maybe not in the, the inner circle of the players. So you can get other assessments. You can get ideas of how the player trains, who they are off the field. There's different things where when you have knowledge of people in an area, then, then you can get more information as you, as you try to do your diligence on players. Uh, you know, second, a little bit is, as you said, some of the, some of the academies and some of the clubs that the, that the players have come from, I have some knowledge of what their what their process was as they came through uh, their their different academies, especially with uh, at PSG Academy with uh, with Cabral and and kind of understanding what their philosophy is and how they're thinking. And um, so there, there's some benefits. None of those that I would say are are overly worth uh, putting out there as a real priority in this. It was looking to see what the players how they play, how they think about the game, when as we're watching and assessing them. Uh, what qualities that they're going to bring to the team relative to how we define the positions and the roles that we want them to play. Uh, and the second part, as I said, is just the due diligence part of that we're adding a person uh, that fits into our team and it has the hunger to continue to improve and get better, uh, to want to win championships, things like that. It just, again, the connections help you to, to dig in a little bit more and maybe gather more information in the process. Thank you, Greg. Yep. Hey, Scott, we'll go next to Josh Gassman. Josh, go ahead. Hey, Greg. Um, wanted to, to ask a little bit about the uh, this weekend match with, with Portland. Obviously, a difficult place to play, uh, playing on turf. 
always been a difficult place for the Galaxy to go up and play. I wanted to know your thoughts on uh, on this game coming. Yeah, I think uh, you. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's always a difficult place to play. Um, for us, is to continue to keep building on on what we're trying to do and who we're trying to to be. Ultimately, when we achieve being the best version of us, is to continue to take steps forward. Um, I thought we did so this past weekend in, in a couple different ways. We want to continue to work on ourselves defensively and becoming more difficult to play against, making it difficult more difficult for teams to get into our half. Um, I thought we did a nice job this this past weekend of really of protecting our goal again in our box, but I, I would still want us to get to be a little bit more um, difficult for oppositions to get out of their half and into our half. So that, those are things. These are things we want to continue to get improve upon. I, I think a season is about getting better, uh, and ultimately you want to keep taking points along the way, but especially for, for a new coach and a new group of players, we, we just want to keep making improvements along the way. Uh, so we're going to go there with, again, the objective to, to try to play our way, aware of the things that they do well, try to take those away, and, and keep taking steps forward and keep acquiring as many points as we can through the process. And so uh, but as you said, difficult place to play. But um, we hope we can make it difficult on them and, and uh, you know, create some opportunities that we can execute on. And then uh, I guess my standard question before every game, uh, any updates on any injuries? I know Victor was on the bench um, but and seemed uh, available in the last game. But uh, O'Neal Fisher, I think, was also uh, a little bit of a question mark uh, before this as well. Yeah. Anil's uh, back in. Victor is trained most of this week. Um, we'll see the role he plays where we're... we're um, trying to be smart with his process, also understanding we're on turf and, and just, you know, taking that in a smart way. So we'll see as we get a little closer to the game what, what his role would be in the game. Uh, I think everybody else is, is healthy, is involved. Um, Jalen Neal still working his way back. And, and aside from that, I think we're, we're pretty whole. Thanks, Greg. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Josh. I think we have time for maybe one more. We'll go to Gio Garcia. Gio, go ahead. Hey, Greg, I uh, just wanted yeah. to ask you, obviously, Sebastian Legit just got called up to the national team, and there's going to be a lot more things, a lot more players being called up. Uh, what, what are your thought process going, going into that in the next couple of weeks, and you know, and you getting uh, some of these French players to come in? Well, I hope they show up in the next couple of weeks. Um, but with Sebastian and all our guys who have, um, you know, who are fortunate enough to be called up by the national team and have that duty is we want to be supportive of them. And, and it's part that I think is important in their, in their career. Uh, for us is just, you know, we've mapped out who we think we're going to be missing and when, and we want, just want to make sure that we have enough cover and we have the right, uh, the right guys to be able to keep the team moving forward. Um, luckily in this break, you know, we don't really lose these there. We don't have matches, really, so we don't lose too many guys during this window. So uh, nothing to be overly concerned about. It really gets down to the Gold Cup when when guys will be away and we have matches that we make sure that we have as much depth as we need that we can um, we can continue to do the things that we want to do and not have to adapt the team completely during that, that time frame. We want to continue to try to move forward in what we want to do. So... Uh, that's part of the, the process of continuing to add to this team is to make sure that when it does get busy and we do have guys away that we, we have the right, um, the right cover. Uh, and when everybody's here, that we have the right competition in the group to, to keep moving forward. Uh, hi, Kevin. Hi. Um, um, my first question is, what, what was the decision uh, to come to the U.S. and Major League Soccer? Uh, qu'est-ce qui a poussé uh, ta décision à aller jouer aux États-Unis et en MLS? 
ce qui a, ce qui a poussé ma décision à venir ici, c'est euh, l'intérêt du club, l'intérêt du coach et de tout le staff qui, qui, euh, qui était vraiment présent pour moi, qui pendant de, de, de longs mois, on va dire, ils étaient derrière moi et ils m'ont montré qu'ils qu étaient vraiment intéressés par moi et qu'ils qu aimaient mon style de jeu. Et, et j'ai vu en, en ce club un bon projet pour moi. Et, et franchement, je ne regrette pas mon choix. Alors il y a deux questions. La première, c'est est-ce qu'il y avait des options pour rester en France Et la deuxième, quelles sont tes premières impressions sur l'équipe, sur son style de jeu Peut-être qu'il y a des questions par question. Ok. Euh, oui, j'avais des, des sollicitations de, de clubs français et des clubs euh, étrangers. Mais euh, on va dire que Galaxy, ils étaient vraiment, euh, comment dire, ils ont vraiment montré un vrai, vrai, un vrai, vrai intérêt avec euh, plusieurs offres. Et on va dire que les propositions en France ou à l'étranger, elles étaient, euh, comme ce n'était pas, pas encore la fin de saison, ils n'étaient euh, pas un peu sûrs. Et euh, franchement... Euh, mes premières impressions sur le club, c'est un, un très grand club. Franchement, les, infrastru les infrastructures elles sont magnifiques et le collectif, il, est, il y a beaucoup de, beaucoup de, de niveaux ici et, et j'apprécie vraiment le, le niveau qu'il y a dans l'équipe. Uh, yes, uh, I received uh, offers from clubs uh, in France and uh, abroad, but uh, LA Galaxy showed a lot of interest. Uh, they even made several offers. And uh, in, Fran uh, in France and uh, abroad, they were not sure about the offer, uh, maybe also because uh, the season was not finished there yet. And uh, my first impressions about the club, it's, it's a great club. Uh, there are great facilities and the uh, collective level is impressive. Thank you. Thanks, Damien. We'll go next to a question from Cathy Castrano of ESPN. Cathy, go ahead. Thanks, Chris. Hi, Kevin. Hi. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to ask you about um, how you felt in last weekend's game. Coach mentioned that sometimes there's pressure to come in into a game, especially as a young uh, DP. So how you felt and how has that transition been for you in just getting to know your, your new teammates? La question, c'est savoir comment tu t'es senti euh, lors du match de, de ce week-end, euh, particulièrement euh, avec ton statut de, de jeune joueur désigné, est-ce que ça apporte une pression euh, supplémentaire et comment la transition s'est faite avec les nouveaux coéquipiers Franchement, je n'ai pas de pression particulière par rapport au, au statut que j'ai ici. Je me concentre plus sur mon, sur mon football. Et franchement, mon premier, ma première entrée, j'ai beaucoup apprécié. J'étais un peu fatigué. Euh, vous savez, les jambes. Euh, parce que ça fait un, un bon moment que je n'avais pas joué en compétition. Et euh, ces premières minutes m'ont fait énormément de bien. Et je pense qu'au qu fil du temps, des semaines, des mois à venir, euh, je vais me sentir encore de mieux en mieux. Et, et j'espère marquer beaucoup de buts pour ce club. I have no particular pressure uh, because of the UNDP stages. Uh, I focused uh, first and foremost on my football. 
my, my first minutes, uh, I appreciated them a lot. Uh, they were very welcome because uh, my, my legs were heavy because I, I did not play for a long time. And now I, I want to play more and more and to score more and more goals for uh, six clubs. Thank you. Thanks, Cassia. We'll go next to Larry Morgan. Larry, go ahead. Bonjour, Kevin. Comment allez-vous? Bonjour, ça va. Merci et vous. I'd like to ask you, can you put into words the, uh, the amount of frustration you felt trying to get all the paperwork squared away so that you would be able to leave France and come to the States and join the Galaxy? How difficult was that on you? À quel point c'était difficile, voire frustrant, toutes les démarches administratives que tu as dû remplir pour quitter la France et se rendre aux États-Unis? C'était frustrant parce que je ne m'attendais pas à un long, un long temps d'arrêt comme ça, avec euh, les, les démarches pour le visa, tout ce qui s'ensuit. Et franchement, au début, je pensais que ça allait être plus rapide que ça, mais on ne peut rien faire. Hein. Ce n'est pas nous qui décidons, ce n'est pas le club qui décide. J'ai dû prendre mon mal en patience et maintenant que je suis là, je suis très content. I didn't expect it to, to be stopped for such a long time. Uh, the visa on all the, the paperwork, uh, I thought it would be faster, but what can you do? It's not on me, it's not on the club, so uh, I had, we had to be patient. But no, I am here and I am very happy to be here. Merci beaucoup. Thanks, Larry. We'll go next to a question from Scott French in English. Uh, hi, Kevin. Um, this is a club that is increasingly becoming more French. More French players are coming in. To have some of your countrymen here, how has that uh, assisted in your becoming uh, uh, more at home, uh, adjusting, uh, just, just kind of uh, becoming part of this club and part of the community? Uh, C'est un club qui a une couleur de plus en plus française, il y a de plus en plus de joueurs français qui, qui signent. À quel point est-ce que ça permet de se sentir euh, plus euh, à la maison et entre guillemets au milieu des tiens Franchement, franchement euh, le fait qu'il y ait beaucoup de français, c'est sûr que ça aide à l'adaptation. Mais, euh, mais je pense que, que même sans, sans autant de français qu'aujourd'hui, qu c'est un très très bon groupe qui vit très bien, qui accueille très bien les, les nouveaux. Et euh, les Français, c'est sûr que ça aide, c'est toujours mieux. Même il y a Sacha qui parle bien français. Mais euh, avec ou sans les Français, je me serais intégré parfaitement au groupe qui est très chaleureux, très, très accueillant. Uh, obviously, having a, a lot of French players helps a lot, but even without any French players, uh, the, the roster is very good and uh, very welcoming for newcomers. And uh, it's not only the French people, but also the French language. Uh, for example, Sasha speaks very well. But uh, I repeat, uh, even with uh, fewer French people uh, here, I will have uh, adapted. Thank you. Thanks, Scott. We'll go next to Matthew Singer. Matthew, go ahead. Hi, Kevin. How's it going? Just kind of following up on that. Obviously, uh, Samuel hasn't been in MLS for much longer than you have, but has there been any relationship with him, being someone who's also from France and also playing on the wing? Has there been any relationship between you guys? Uh, excuse me, could you repeat the, the guy with uh, who? Uh, to clarify, Samuel Grancier. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Est-ce que Samuel Grandir joue aussi sur, sur le plan Il est aussi euh, français. Est-ce que tu as des liens particuliers euh, avec lui euh, forcément, oui, c'est sûr que, que, je, que je parle un peu plus avec lui. En dehors du, du foot, on est beaucoup ensemble puisqu'on est dans le même hôtel, en attendant de trouver une, une maison. On va dire qu'on traîne beaucoup ensemble et que l'adaptation de lui vis-à-vis -vis de moi s'est fait naturellement et c'est un, un très bon ami. Uh, of course, uh, I speak a lot with him. Uh, we are a lot of time together because we live in the, the same hotel, uh, waiting uh, to, to have a, a fine house. Uh, so uh, the adaptation uh, of being together was just natural. Awesome. I think that's all we'll take for today. Kevin, we, we really appreciate your time. Thank you. Traveling up to Portland, you played there three seasons, if I'm not mistaken, over a hundred appearances with Portland. What's that feeling like returning to Providence Park in front of the Portland fans? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling, you know, always going to a place uh, that you spend a lot of time uh, there. Uh, obviously, good times over there in Portland. A lot of, a lot of friends, you know, people, people that I know for a long time. So. It will be nice to go to go back to Portland, definitely. Sounds good. Thanks. We will go next to Matthew. Do you still have a question? Your hands up. Okay. We'll go next to Matthew. Go ahead. Hi, Harry. Good to see you again. Hi. Um, you know, in the last two games, the defense really come together. I'm curious for yourself, like, how has the group been going? And do you think that the acquisition of Derek Williams has played any part in that in terms of the back line coming together as a group? Yeah, I think uh, the the team... He's getting better. Uh, we're, we are evolving into the team that, that we want to be. Obviously, we still need to work on things, but the, the, the team and the back line and, and all together is coming, is coming along. Uh, yeah, Derek, a uh, uh, great person, great player, um, experienced. So that brings uh, an extra to the team that... Uh, that helps, that helps a lot. And uh, I guess this is the, the communication that we've been having. We were working for each other, uh, running for each other. And, uh, and I think uh, we've been doing that really well. We'll go next to Larry Morgan. Larry, go ahead. Hi, Morgan, thanks for speaking with us today. Uh, I have a two-part question. One, um, regarding your year, you're going back to Portland. Uh, any friendly wages with your teammates up there? And two, have you had this game marked on your calendar for a while? <laughs> uh, no, obviously, yeah. I mean, I think um, I always, you know, you see that when you're going to go to Portland or they're going to come. Not really marked, but you always uh, look to those to those games, right? I think uh, this, this, uh, this game is going to be really special for that matter. But at the end of the day, uh, uh, we are going with the mentality. I'm going with the mentality that that is not going to be an easy game, but we need to bring home those three points that are going to be really important for us. And any friendly, friendly wagers with any of the guys up there? Uh, yeah, I still, uh, I still uh, sometimes keep communication with uh, with some of the guys uh, over there. Uh, left, like I said, I left really good friends over there. So it will be, it will be nice to see them uh, on Saturday. Thank you. Thanks, Larry. We'll jump into Spanish. We'll go first to Diana Alvarado. Diana, go ahead. Gracias, Chris. 
Eh, Jorge, me da mucho gusto saludarte. Te conocí cuando buscabas un sueño. Este sueño continúa, es una realidad. Cuéntame o cuéntanos cómo ha sido todo el camino, MLS, México y regresar a tu casa. Sí, este, claro que no ha sido, no ha sido fácil. La verdad que ya, ya casi 13 años, la verdad, de, desde que fue lo del sueño MLS, la verdad que yo me siento muy agradecido por esa oportunidad de sueño MLS. La verdad que en lo personal mi carrera ha sido productiva, la verdad que también una carrera donde no, no he sufrido bastante en lesiones. Entonces, este, y esperemos que siga, que siga para adelante, la verdad que en Portland estuve muy, muy a gusto, pude ser campeón, fui a México, también me tocó ser campeón acá en, en, en México, ahora llego acá a Galaxy con todas las, las ilusiones y la esperanza de, de poder lograr algo grande también acá. ¿Qué está haciendo Jorge Villafaña para promover este sueño dentro de los chavitos de su comunidad? Seguir jugando, seguir jugando, seguir uh, manteniéndome. Creo que el, el dar un, el buen ejemplo, creo que, que siempre ayuda bastante. La verdad que creo que cuando vine para acá, mucha gente de Anaheim me reconoció. Y creo que al ver eso, creo que mucha gente me dice, sí, nosotros te seguimos desde que estabas en Chivas USA de tus inicios. Entonces eso habla de que de que haces las cosas bien y que, y que te has mantenido en forma para seguir jugando profesionalmente hasta ahorita estos 13 años que llevo. Ya te la preguntaron en inglés, pero ¿qué significa bueno regresar a Portland, una cancha que conoces bien y el compromiso de traer la victoria a casa? Sí, es going to be, be fun, you know, emotional as well, a place where I had a lot of good moments, uh, where I left, uh, like I said, really good friends on and out the field, so it'll be amazing to go back and, uh, and play in Providence Park. Over next to Katia Castorino with ESPN. Katia, go ahead. Thanks, Chris. Hola, Jorge. Gusto saludarte. Hola. ¿Cómo has visto esa evolución? Hablabas que se están acercando a esa versión que pretenden del equipo y qué tan importante es tener este arranque de, de torneo de esta manera. Se lo imaginaban desde... Bueno, que tú te incorporas al grupo, la llegada de, del cuerpo técnico, el, el poder ya verlo materializado en la cancha en este rancho que sin duda da muchísima confianza y, y culminarlo en particular en el tema defensivo el partido pasado con el arco en cero que tan importante fue para ustedes. Sí, sí te lo imaginas, te lo imaginas. Creo que eso todo lo visualizas desde un principio, ¿no? Creo que como visualizas que, que vamos a tener un buen año, visualizas que, que quieres ganar la mayoría mayor parte de los partidos en casa, visualizas también llegar a los playoffs, todo eso se visualiza y como lo digo, creo que aún no se ve todavía la, la versión, la mejor versión de, de Galaxy, pero vamos por buen camino, creo que se está viendo poquito, pero creo que se va a ver un poco mejor y, y aprovechar, sacar resultados, sacar resultados los que se pueda, porque al final del día esos tres puntos que puedes haber dejado son necesarios para el último. Hola, bien, gracias. Qué gusto saludarte. Oye, Jorge, eh, hoy, en, hoy en el Galaxy eh, están viviendo un, un dulce momento, ¿sí? Eh, por la posición en la que se encuentran, por los resultados, por, por la constancia que se ha tenido, por la efectividad. Pero, eh, ¿qué ha hecho este L Galaxy eh, diferente? ¿Qué ha hecho este L Galaxy diferente? del resto de los equipos, no sé si el buen momento que vive Javier, no sé si 
la forma en cómo se armó este equipo, eh, qué es lo que ha hecho diferente este LA Galaxy para la cara que está mostrando y que sean eh, de los referentes de esta temporada. Gracias. Sí, no creo que, que son varias cosas. Creo que son la llegada de Greg. La verdad, la llegada de Greg creo que le, que le dio un cambio un cambio rotundo al equipo, creo que su ideología, lo que él trae, la cultura que quiere implementar al equipo, creo que eso también tiene que ver, creo que la forma que él trabaja en sí para que el equipo tenga un balance atrás, en medio y, a, y adelante, creo que también se está, se está notando, claro, este Javier está pasando por un momento increíble, que también viene a base de lo que se trabaja de atrás para adelante. Creo que hemos estado haciendo las cosas bastante bien para que él se pueda encontrar de frente a la portería y, y, y ha podido ahí marcar los goles. Entonces creo que eso es importante. Entonces creo que todo tiene todo tiene su, su que ver y, y se está este, llevando por el buen camino. Y como lo siempre lo he dicho, es este, siempre se puede mejorar de las cosas y hay cosas por qué mejorar y trabajar y seguiremos trabajando para, para llegar a ser ese, ese equipo que sea contundente y que sea uno de los elegidos para, para hacer, llevar a la, a la final de la Copa MLS.